Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Hello, everybody. This is Dave Croft uh, with a quick producer's note. Uh, we ran into a few sound issues during last week's live stream at Unity North Tampa, and uh, I worked to clean up the audio, but just wanted to give you a heads up that that's why sound might not be as good as you're used to here. And we have made steps to make sure that future recordings sound as good as possible. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is Creating Healthy Relationships, Part 2, and was recorded on Sunday, June 12, 2022. It's fun to be in a church where we all get to grow. Our singers, our musicians, you know, um, sometimes uh, in my experience of church, church has become something where you go to to look perfect. This is a church where you come to to grow. And that means sometimes you're going to do it right, and sometimes you're going to make mistakes. And you know what? That's all good. <laughs> because you know what? It's real. It's authentic. And so this is what we're building here. We are a community of peace, a home, a spiritual home of peace. But we're also a place of growth and, honestly, of transformation. Because we're learning life can be different. Life can be better when we live from spiritual principle. And that's exactly what this series is about that we're in right now. This is week two called Creating Healthy Relationships, right? And, you know, if, if, if you ask me now, why are we doing this? Well, because everywhere we go, we are in some kind of relationship, right? If I were talking to a friend, I'd say, you know what? It's all about the relationship. It's all about the relationship. Anybody in business knows that your business grows by the relationship you're in. The type of way that you support and respect one another in business. Anybody knows that? All the successful people know that. You know, the seven habits of highly effective people. Everybody read that book? We know that. But somehow in our personal life, we think we can do and say whatever we want. And people still love us unconditionally. We found out that is not true. Amen? <laughs> we found that out. We've also learned, you know, we, we know more now than we did even just 20 or 30 years ago about how the psyche gets developed. And the word psyche means soul. 
it's so interesting to me that um, psychology mostly today is absent of the soul when the word actually means the study of the soul. Yeah, I'm going to quote from the great, uh, actually, psychiatrist and psychologist Carl Gustav Jung said, Jung said, he who looks, who looks outside dreams, who looks inside awakes. Or awakens, yeah. So this is what we seek to do in unity. We're looking inside to, to find the deeper truth, the deeper way of being. And what we know is that you are more than your past. You are more than how you grew up. You're more than your orientation. I don't care how old or young you are or who you're sleeping with. What I care about is your soul and that you get to live in your soul's freedom to the very best of your ability. That's what we're going to equip you to do. See, because in unity, we don't see that you're originally cursed, but rather originally blessed. This idea of original curse did not even come from Jesus. Jesus was Jewish, friends. Jews don't believe in original sin. That started later with St. Augustine. If look it up, feel free to Google it at any time. Just not now. This is my time right now. Google can wait. All right, so think about that. You're originally blessed. You are meant to be happy, to live a life of goodness and abundance. And that doesn't mean necessarily I have and nobody else does. It means we all can have. We all can have. And number one is we all can have God's goodness, God's blessing, God's abundance. You know, the scriptures say, seek ye first the kingdom, and all these things will be added to you as well. So what I've noticed, though, the reason I'm focusing on relationship, as I said, it's all about the relationship. Yes. And everywhere we go, we're in relationship. And what I want to help you uh, do, and I'm as I'm helping myself do, is to wake up to the goodness that God is in me. When I know that, I have a lot of room for you. Amen? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So let's look at number one today. The conscious activity of healthy relationships. If you were taking notes, that's what you'd write down. Number one, the conscious activity of healthy relationships. I want to say to you that healthy relationships do not happen by accident. Say with me. Mm-hmm. We know that, right? Because anytime we go unconscious, all of a sudden stuff starts happening. We go, whoa, what happened here? Well, we forgot to have our boundaries on board. We forgot to be loving. We forgot to be truthful. So what is the conscious activity of healthy relationships? Well, believe it or not, one key I know is simply to be vulnerable. To not always have the answer. To be vulnerable. Being vulnerable means I'm able to know what my feelings are, and I'm able to state those without shame or discomfort. Being vulnerable means I know who I am, who God is, and to know that all those feelings come and go. Isn't that a wonderful idea? That I am more than my feelings, but I know feelings are going to come and go. Happy, sad, glad, fear. Raise your hand if this morning you've already had at least one of those. Look around. Okay, raise your hand if you've had all of those. That should be, as all of us. 
Right? Right? Actually, in the last two minutes, my God, what's she gonna say next? Right? So, so yes, right. So, so having healthy relationships is a conscious activity. And it means that we are seeking to live beyond the story of the past. Alright, so we're seeking to live beyond our story. Not telling our story constantly. You know what I mean by that. There's always a problem. It's always about what happened when. It's always about what where I am in the birth order. Oh well, I'm the youngest. Or well, I'm the oldest. And this is just how we are. Right? That's all ego stuff. Right? That's all ego or personality identification. And the amazing thing is, you know, we that personality gets created growing up when, you know, we're trying to get love. So we say, hmm, okay, in this house, you do this and you get love, so I'm going to do this. The problem is, we're not kids anymore. We're grown, most of us. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I see you. Right? So she's got it going on. See, they, they kids automatically know how to be connected to God. Somehow along the way, we forget. You and I, as the uh, the adults in the room, are in the process of remembering what they already know. So this is what I mean. When you are in healthy relationships, you're able to speak the truth, and yes, speak the truth in love. I, you know, I've served ministries my whole life. Since I was uh, 15 years old, I've worked in a church in some capacity even though I've had other many wonderful jobs along the way. Since I was 15 years old, I've worked in the church. And I've seen a lot of interesting unconscious activity. Because I've always been around large groups of people. So I know that you can say, well, I'm speaking the truth and not speak the truth in love. Uh huh. And that's actually damaging to relationships. It's not actually healthy. But speaking the truth in love is, I see you, I love you, and we have something we need to work on. Here's my part. Just loving that person, right? And saying, maybe you're reflecting something for me. I don't know, but we, we got to work this out. We got to work this out. So healthy relationships are a conscious activity. Say that with me. Healthy relationships are a conscious activity. In other words, I have to bring new awareness to every situation and think, okay, where am I in this? How am I showing up in this? Am I bringing my joy to this? Am I bringing my uh, all my old personality stuff? Am I bringing my unconscious thoughts? Am I bringing my hidden beliefs? All right, and that's number two, I believe, yes. Uncover hidden beliefs. This is a danger of no notes. Say a prayer for me. Okay, so... <laughs> So uncovering hidden beliefs. So most of us have a lot of hidden beliefs about all relationships. I talked a little bit about this last week, but it is it seems to be especially true with our romantic, uh, intimate relationships. But it's often true in friendships and parent-child. And you know, as uh, after my son was born, um, all of a sudden things started filling in my mind that I never dreamed I would think or do. Right? And I was like, oh, no, that's not what I want to do here. I had to make consciously different choices because I realized, you know, there's, there were certain things about the way I grew up in the South at that particular time. And 
And I'll give you an example. One of the keys was kids are to be what? Seen and not what? Well, my son has definitely heard. We, we, we did get that one. So, and that was interesting if he was a baby and in the restaurant and wanted to cry. And everybody was like, shut that kid up. And I was like, kid needs to grump. What can I do? He's got to have his moment. And then you know what? It would pass. But if I tried to, no, be quiet, be quiet. It was louder. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Right. So, so, but my hidden belief was kids are to be seen and not heard. And actually, that's not a, that's, that's no fun for them and it's no fun for the parent. Right? So he's grown as a matter. Well, I'm not going to tell him. No, I'm not going to. But, but he's been around so many adults his whole life. And what, what we, what, what, how we parented him was if he had a thought, if he had a feeling, if he had an opinion about what was happening, I listened to it. And so my, my goal was to listen to him the way I would any other adult. And that when I spoke back to him, rather than saying, no, we're not doing it that way. No, I'm your mom and I decide. It was to say, well, that I had not thought of it that way. What if I consider that and get back to you? He would say, okay. No problem. But if I would have said, no, we're not doing it that way, what would have happened? Oh, yes, we are. So it was like, wow, I had to uncover those hidden beliefs because once I did, then my behavior changed. But first I had to see what, you know, what the belief was. Like, do you ever have that? Did you take out the garbage? No. Did you take out the garbage? No. Did you take out the garbage? Right? It just gets louder. Does that help? So recently I said, son, have a seat. He said, oh. I said, now, what is your current understanding of your responsibilities? <laughs> well, are you meaning the trash and the recycle and feeding the animals? Yes, ma'am. Yep, I said, mm-hmm. I said, uh, yes, sir, I am. Yes, sir, I am thinking about that. I said, how do you feel you've been doing on that and what is your current understanding? Well, that I should be doing it every day. I said, that's right. He said, I'll go do that now. I said, great idea. <laughs> Situation over. Situation over. And every day since, we're going, oh, by the way, I took out the trash on our way out. Great idea. No more push-pull. But the hidden belief is the louder I yell, the quicker it's done is a false belief. Crazy, right? And yet we all do it. We say, if I just say it louder, maybe it'll make an impact. So that's what we're seeking to do is uncover the belief so the behavior can change. Not so we have somebody to blame. Oh, look what they did. Look how they taught me. No, it's about, wow, do I want to do life like this anymore? Because if I'm really a child of God, if the Spirit of God, the presence of God lives within me, then guess what? I get to make a new choice. I get to make a new choice. How freeing is that? So this is why we uncover our hidden beliefs. 
you know, the, the scriptures too, um, I wanted to share with you a scripture from the Gospel of Thomas. It's a, a gospel that doesn't get shared from a lot because it was one of those books that was found later. It's not in our canonized Bible, but there are so many great teachings and truths. It's basically just sayings of Jesus. And this one is says, if you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you. I think about how many relationships have we not known what our hidden beliefs are, have we not known what's driving our behavior and we're destroying or completely walking away from relationships that may in fact be potentials of spiritual growth and healing for us. Remember we said last week that all relationships we find ourselves in have some spiritual aspect and so it's up to us to discover what that spiritual aspect is. Sometimes we absolutely need to leave if there's danger to ourselves or other, then yes. But sometimes the relationships with the greatest tension can be parent to child, can be intimate partners, can be people you work with, right? That those have the greatest potential to catapult you forward on your spiritual growth. The ones that are the toughest. And that goes very contrary to what the world would say do, you know, in situations like this. It's like, oh no, run, this is not supporting me. Well, yes, maybe, maybe, but let's get the gift for what's there first. Yeah, let's get that gift before we, you know, make a divergent move on the on the path. Because sometimes we need to hang in there and work through because any healthy relationship has ups and downs. Can I have an amen, shake a head, or yeah, uh, uh-huh, yeah. We know that. Any healthy relationship has ups and downs because that's life, isn't it? So I have a dear friend that says the five, uh, the five most important words in the Bible are, and it came to pass. <laughs> he goes, no, really, it came to pass. And I go, oh, it came to pass. Brilliant. I've meditated on that for a month. It came to pass. So all this drama that we give to situations, if we can just like center ourselves in God, sometimes that drama just will pass on by. You don't have to get in it. Right? You don't have to get all up in that. Right? Sometimes you just go, Woo, that's drama. I'm stepping back. Let it go. Yep. Not my story. Not my circus. Not my monkeys. Not mine. Not mine. But we have to be in a place of health to be able to do that. Okay, let's look at number three. So, I want you to read this one with me. I'm going to read it once. And I want to explain it a little bit. Cultivate the strength to simply be. Will you say that with me? Cultivate the strength to simply be. This one is really important to me, especially right now in our world, because of how plugged in we all are. And I love that you're watching right now on a cell phone. God bless you for that. I love that you're watching us on your computer. Bless you for that. I love that you can check in and know what's happening at a moment's notice. I love that. The problem is, there's more to life than is on this little phone that you're holding on to. And sometimes we need to set that down and simply be. Because there has to be a time of reflection. There has to be a time of, how is this impacting me? There has to be a time of reconnecting. Like, 
yesterday at our workshop, one of the activities we did was simply to walk around the property for half an hour and just be and see what message Spirit had for us. Spent time putting our hand on a tree and communicating with that tree and sending it love and thanks for giving us oxygen. How beautiful, right? People had knowings and awarenesses because they could simply be. Now, the reason we can't simply be is because we haven't learned to love and accept ourselves exactly as we are. So last week, remember, we used that as an affirmation. I love and accept myself exactly as I am. Will you say that with me? I love and accept myself exactly as I am. Right? And so we are seeking to do that. And so today we're going to take that idea a little bit deeper. Stay with me. Yeah. We're going to go to, I love the part of me that, fill in the blank. Here's what this means. Sometimes we want to hate something. And when we go into that hatred, but I want you to hear, and people often say, I hear your voice in my head saying this to me. I love the part of me that hates. And when we can love that, you know what happens? We just breathe into that. You start to feel the hate start to diminish. Right? It's like love, that love of God is a great equalizer. I love the part of me that thinks I'm ugly. Can you imagine just loving that? Allow yourself to feel that. I love the part of me that looks in the mirror and wants to judge everything I see. I love the part of me that. I love the part of me that puts up walls to protect. And if the thought comes, I don't love that part, you say, I love the part of me that doesn't want to let me love. I love that part too. So that when we go into this space, there's nothing that can get us out of the love of God. I love the part of me that thinks I always need to do it right. I love the part of me that. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.